The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of the hashtag Saints, like, re- re- do I say redacted podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Don't, don't know i don't don't know how to handle it ryan I, I i really don't know how to handle it right now um i don't i i don't want to tell you too much about it uh if you're in our discord you kind of know what what is in store um but i mean i think I, I i think it's safe to say we can let our listeners know that we will not be we will no longer be going by saints twitter podcast um, so it is the future. Um, it's something that Ryan and I have have talked about, you know, probably like dating back to last year, him and there, um, you know, talked about it. And then it, and then we we're like, ah, it's fine. And then we talked about it again. And it was fine. And so we really started getting steam uh, over the last couple of months, um, even put a put a poll out in our discord and it kind of died down for just a hot second. And then this weekend with fucking the idiot, dumb, dumb ass Elon Musk, bro. We were like, like, bro, we, we were just like, no, nah, we, we, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go, bro. Gotta change it. At some so, point you see a train that's going yeah. off a cliff and it's just like, you nah, gotta hop man, off that motherfucker at some point. Is that a, is that a, a uh, bus reference to the Saints? That's not that's, 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 I mean, look, double that time tree, bro. Like, <laughs> just, just, just say it. Um, so name change is coming very soon. Uh, if you're in the Discord, you may have an idea of what the name change is going to be. Uh, I feel like we should just give reassurance to our listeners that uh, our content isn't changing. If anything, no, I, you know, Ryan and I have some things up our sleeves um, leading up to this upcoming season, especially with fucking training camp being around the corner, bro. Right there. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks, Ryan. A couple of weeks, bro. But they don't know. Everybody going to know when it happens. Yes. And if you subscribe, this is why you should subscribe. Right. Instead of just, you know, clicking on subscribe to the podcast, because if you subscribe, it won't nothing won't change. We're still gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? But if you you know new people after that, we have to search for us. But if you're already a subscriber to this podcast, you still gonna be gonna be getting our podcast. Any new episodes that drop is gonna be in your uh, you know whatever podcatcher you use to listen to a podcast. So subscribe, man! Like hit that subscribe button. Make sure you get all the new episodes. Get the new episodes. Um, get 
I, I, I I'll say this as as a content creator, as a podcast host, y'all 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 gotta be a little paid. Like just in terms of like the social media aspect, like I think as as just individuals, we all just have to be patient with each other because it's like mm-hmm. okay, like no 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 slow no, 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 no Twitter. Oh, let's go to Blue Sky. Uh, just uh, really what we want. Okay, no, we don't want to go to Blue Sky. Let's go. Let's go to Threads. Uh, it's, like it's, it's interesting, bro. It's like this is kind of a major thing that's happening right now because major. I was talking with this with my coworkers earlier, um, like early internet, like when I started using the internet, say about ninety seven, ninety eight, say up to about two thousand four to two thousand five. The internet is very decentralized. Just you had your own little pockets of communities all over the internet, whatever it is. Black Planet, you had your, you know, forums, different forums for every team, different forums for every thought, every, you know, you had racist forums, you had pro-black forums, you had forums that about video games, music, cash money, records forum. I used to be on there. All kind of stuff. Like, it was was just a very decentralized place. It was. Then you saw, you know, social media, MySpace come about, Facebook, um, Twitter, all that stuff come about, and you started to have like a centralized location for everybody that's on the internet to the point where mm-hmm. like, we don't even go to websites anymore. We go to our favorite social media platform and that yep. leads us to other places. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that might be changing, like might be going back to kind of a decentralized model where you got all these different uh, alternative Twitters popping up. You know, you got all these different alternative uh, apps that's popping up. And so it's gonna be interesting, man. So we gotta we gotta adapt. Like as as content creators, we gotta be able to adapt to the marketplace. Really, we gotta we gotta be able to see the future and kind of yeah. catch it before you know before it happens. So or, that's or where we at get, right now. Or at least just be on the be on the wave. So if you're right. listening to this, um, if you're on Threads, you can follow us on Threads. I believe our our handle on Threads is still at Saints Twitter Pod. However. Once the name change is official, then we will name whether the name change will change on Instagram, it will change on Twitter, it's going to change on Threads, Facebook, wherever we are, it will change. We even have to change our our, our Gmail account, you know. So there'll be wholesale wholesale changes across the board. Um, but that said, uh, Ryan and I are very very excited for what we have in store for for the podcast and the future of it, oh, and. Yeah. If if anything, I would say we are highly, highly excited for the the future of Ooh. of the podcast. It's a going to be a very like you know this month is July, so on the thirtieth we have the <laughs> the, the West Coast uh, brunch in Malibu, and it's going to be like sixteen of us, bro. Sixteen of us, like people. Uh, Dan and his family's coming from from the UK, and then so that's what four people, and then the rest of us. So the rest of the twelve of us are all on the West Coast, and we're all getting together. And we're all just going to have a good time and and meet up, and it's and it's it's going to be great. Um, absolutely looking forward to it. Um, and then in August you got, we have preseason games starting, so that means that the Zooms are gonna start again, and then yeah. before we before we know it, bro, it's gonna be it's gonna be kickoff. It's gonna be week one. So I, with everything you know coming up, 
with uh, the brunch on the 30th. Me and Dan, you know, are going to meet up at Disney Disneyland on August 2nd. Um, I'm taking my daughter. I'm meeting up with him and his family. We're going to have like a, a day at Disneyland together. And I was like, and then we have obviously the big meetup for the Bears game, um, the West Coast meetup for the Rams game in December. I was like, I was, I was just really thinking, I don't know why it hit me, but I was like, man, like we have so many meetups and, and everything. And there's nothing wrong with a, a an iPhone photo or like a, an Android cell phone photo, but like something was really, maybe it was my mom in me. Um, mm-hmm. got God rest her soul. Uh, my mom was insanely into photography uh, to the point where several like R and B artists that you know had worked with her in the past to have her come out and take pictures for at their shows. So I I can only attribute it to that because I don't know where it came from. But I was like I I want to capture these moments for our podcast, for the meetups, for our community, but also just personal, like going on vacation with my daughter, my family and everything, just capture those moments of in, not just on the phone, right? I want to like mm-hmm. a high quality and very excited for the camera I bought. So the the pictures, once we start using it for these events and posting them on all these fucking platforms of social media, um, really looking forward to it. And the camera I brought didn't even know it. Well, I, I, I take the back. I researched it. Can work as an actual webcam. So mm-hmm. when you know when I'm gonna be doing the the zoom on the on the the meet not the, the not the meetups the the zoom with the games going, bro. Full KHD in that bitch, bro. Like go see the like. Oh shit, is that an ingrown or Adam's cheek? Like, yeah, you you might you might see it, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> I thought you about to say ingrown or something else, bro. I was like, oh, it's still out, bro. <laughs> Why would I be showing that on the Zoom, Brian? An HD porn, boy. <laughs> but you know, I gotta try out for a reason with that bitch too. Gotta break that bitch in anyway. Um. We wanted to record this episode and really kind of talk about training camps around the corner. Uh, what's when, when is training camp? I was going to look it up before before we I think, started. Uh, I want to say like the twenty sixth, something like that. I don't know when like the fans are able to show. I think if the guys still got to put that out. Usually, isn't somewhere. it? Do they still do the weird thing where like the rookies report first yeah, and then the, and rookies, the, okay. the rookies show up like real soon? Okay, like yeah. So I, like I yeah, I picked it. I. Pulled it up. So the rookies report on July 18th, and then the and the vets join them on the 25th, which is funny because I leave on vacation on the 19th and I come mm-hmm. back on the 25th, bro. So perfect timing, right. I guess. So um, I think media media will probably be in a building like three days later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh so it says last year 10 practices were open to um were open to fans. Um, yeah, and they, and even it says, and that might scale back some of the season from everything yeah, we've been bro, told. Like COVID really killed all that shit, though. Like COVID yeah. and, came through, killed it. And that I want to make sure I give I give credit to like the article I pulled up just randomly on Google. That's uh an SI article from our dude John Hendricks um, that Man. was posted uh, the twenty eighth of June. So training camp around the corner, uh, potentially two weeks for for rookies and three weeks for the vets. Football is soon upon us. It's been nice having that little that respite. It's been not, bro. It's been nice not thinking about the Saints. <laughs> oh man, bro, it's been, it's been lovely, Ryan. 
And now I want to say, I want to make emphasis that I am in no way trying to insinuate that we are not gracious, that we are able to fucking talk about football for an hour. And we know what's coming though. <laughs> we know what's coming. It's like, it's, it's, it's the Dr. Strange, bro. We, we in the end game now. And that's what I, up, that's man. what I feel. That's what I feel. Um, because, and this is, it's, it's exciting, but we are going to go from doing a, a podcast episode once once a week to doing a preview show, a recap, a preview podcast, recap podcast, um, the zooms of uh, live streaming the game with with our peeps, with our with our Patreon people. Uh, it's a lot, but that said, we're looking forward to it. I'm not even. I'm not even not looking forward to the amount, quote unquote, amount of work. And I'm really emphasizing the quotes on that. It's just more of the team that we have a love and an infinity for more than anything, bro. No, it's something, man. It's always something. something. It's man. Um, (laughs) But before we get into the questions we have going into training camp, because that's the topic of uh, today's episode, I want to just quickly mention... The last episode we did, we were talking about all the things that could, you know, could go wrong and kind of the doom and gloom that could happen with this season. I and 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 just an ironic chef's kiss. A couple of days after that episode dropped, Foster Monroe puts on social media, clear to cancer, bro. Clear to cancer. What a love to see it, man. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh um, I will I will say when I first I like I got the little alert. I guess in my head, I thought remission was a bad thing. <laughs> my cancer, it was like cancer remission. I'm like, oh, here we go, here we fucking go. And then I got on the on the Discord. Everybody's like, hell yeah, you know. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, he was like, he's like, oh, y'all some sick motherfuckers. What are y'all? What is y'all crazy? In my head, man, I just like cancer remission. I'm like, oh. Shit. Here we go. Here we go. Anna predicted this shit. Anna predicted it. <laughs> but <laughs> in all seriousness, though, um, great news. And I guess even for me, right? I was one of like the more outspoken people that was just, it just, I don't know, man. It just made me feel kind of iffy at best about the whole thing. And now, like, Best. boom. Don't don't got to worry about it, and huh? hopefully he's beaten it. Well, he has beaten it, but hopefully it doesn't come back or anything like that. And Look, like, man, let's... if you have like a hairline fracture in your leg, Saints might not be the best place for you. But if you got like <laughs> a life cancer to... or like a heart issue, like left life altering heart issue, Saints the place to come to, bro. Side with us, bro. Um, I I just want to give a quick little listener note if you hear any type of like jingling or a bell just know that my cat has not had a lot of attention today because i got home super late because of work and so he literally just brought his toy to me laid it at my my feet and was like yo motherfucker pick this shit up play like shake it and engage with me like like play with me like like look at me right so he just he wants a little attention so if you hear a little bell just know that that's that's what it is i'm just trying to trying to entertain him as i'm as we're recording but okay training camp around the corner let's let's talk
talk about some some questions we have going in the training camp, man. Um, I know, you know, during last training camp, we had a really good episode as training camp was happening, kind of like right in the midst of it. We had a good episode of like five questions going in leading into the season. But before we even get to the season, don't even get to the season yet. I want to talk about training camp. Mm. So what questions do we have about training camp for the Saints before it starts in two to three weeks? Just We'll just throw them out. Keep in mind, folks, we, we did not discuss this before. We no. did not, we did not have a, 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 a list or anything. It's oftentimes how we do episodes, which is, I guess, part of our appeal. But um, give me give me one off the top of your head of questions about this team during training camp. First thing that comes to my mind, where is Penny? Where is Trevor Uh-oh. Penny? Where is he at? Where is he as far as health? Um, I expect him to start on a PUP. Like, I'd be shocked if he's not starting on a PUP. Mm. Um, and outside of that, like, what are the reports? Like, do they expect him to, you know, are they starting him on the PUP kind of as a safety and then, and, and, you know, keep him on the pinch count and bring him in? Or, like, is it something where they just kind of got to wait and see when he comes off PUP? It's P- Trevor Penning's health. That's the question so, going into training camp. Where is it? It's a huge one, bro. It's a huge one because it, it – <sighs> It dict it's a it's a weird thing because it dictates a lot, but I think the biggest question about Trevor Penning pertaining to his health and all that may not even necessarily be for me, it's like we as fans in the Saints of the team, we don't know if he's good. Mm-hmm. Like that's a I mean again, and I know it's it he's going into his second year. It was is it was an injury riddled year. Right. So that question may be a little unfair, but let's let's keep shit real. You're a first round pick. You're drafted in the mid first round. Um, left tackle. You you got to show you got to show your worth, right? Um, I tweeted this. I wonder, like in a couple of years, when people like people are talking about tweets, like the younger generation be like, "What the fuck is that? Like, what is that, bro?" Anyway, so I tweeted this. Maybe a few weeks ago, but it, I kind of kind of saw it on my timeline, and maybe it was a, around the NFL article talking about Tyler Smith, the rookie that the Cowboys drafted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, you know, he was kind of thrown all all around the line with like with the injury with you know Teron Smith, and he was like at left tackle, and he was at guard, and whatever position he played last year, he played damn well on the Cowboys' yeah. offensive line. I think I want to say he was from Tulsa, if memory serves correctly. Um, funny thing is, and I feel like I can maybe say this on the podcast now, is that Tyler Smith was like the Saints plan C mm. if they were not able. So their plan one was Charles Cross. That's who they wanted most over most in terms of the left tackle position. They weren't able to get Charles Cross. Seahawks were not gonna were not gonna trade. Um, they were adamant at staying at nine, if I remember correctly, because um, that was their guy, right? So Charles Cross goes off the board. Second player that the Saints wanted in terms of tackle was Trevor Penning, who they drafted. The third player, let's say Trevor Penning had maybe win a couple of picks earlier, whatever. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that the Saints would have drafted him, but I just know that in terms of like how they ranked the tackles, Tyler Smith was third on their board, right? So 
it's not I'm, I'm not comparing this to like a Mahomes situation or anything like that but you have a player that was drafted later in the draft is is doing well is is performing well for the Cowboys on their offensive line Saint, we got we got we got to see it with Trevor Penning and right. if he plays and maybe he's not good at least you have that answer like more readily quickly than just right. waiting to see what he is right and that's the whole thing is like we need to know more. We need to know more. We need to see him go through training camp. We need to see him go through another preseason. We need to see if he can play left tackle. Um, we just have to answer all those questions, man. It's, and you can't even get to that until you see how his health is. So, uh, it's just it's annoying, but it's something that has to happen. It is. It has to happen. Um, and then I also kind of gives you, you know, if you know what's going on with Trevor Penning, you kind of know, like, okay, like, Charles, I'm sorry, not Charles, James Hurst, and like where he may be able to play or mm-hmm. if he's able to play. It's just, it's, it's such a huge question. Okay. My question going in the training camp. And this is something if, if a beat reporter, if, if Ross is listening, if John Hendricks is listening, Catherine Terrell's listening, when y'all are writing those training camp reports and they go full on offense. Can y'all just mention, like, you know, obviously talk about the play, what the outcome of the play was. Can y'all just let us know, like, was motion used? Please. Ball was snapped. Because here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to say that if motion is not used in training camp, then it won't be used in the regular season. But if motion's not used in training camp, bruh, it ain't going to be used in the regular season, bruh. It ain't. I want to know. I want to know. Has Pete Carmichael, a Sean Payton disciple, a Drew Brees like follower his whole career essentially, has he learned from last season of moving players around pre-snap? And that's the thing about, and that's I think that's what made it so frustrating last season is the players he had moved around last season, bro. You had extremely fucking fast players. Chris yeah. Olave, Rashid Shahid. Like, if you move those players around left to right, right to left, what whatever, that's gonna at least give your quarterback not the full answer to the fucking question, but at least part of the fucking equation. It'll give you something. It give you something, man. It will give you something. Um, and it, it can force a defense to if they were a an, in a certain alignment. You move a right receiver, a fast right receiver from the left side of the field to the right side of the field. They got to fucking change their whole. They, they may have to change what the defense is like. So right, and they have to I commit. Want, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. Greg Crosell talks about it all the time. A lot of reasons people use motion and certain personnel groupings and stuff like that is to get the def- the defense to commit to a, um, you know, commit to a playing style, you know, pre snap because defenses have. Defenses change up pre-snap, and they change up post-snap. They Which might show wild, you something. That I mean, is crazy. Wild. It is. They will show yes. you something. They, I mean, we see it with our own defense. They'll show you something pre-snap, and then literally the millisecond the ball is snapped, you'll see the coverage change. Football players and, are wild, man. <laughs> it's wild, bro. And just the way, like, I mean, you just go back and watch Drew Brees. The way he used to diagnose that stuff was just like, man, just... <laughs> I miss it. I miss it. Oh, we were so spoiled, bro. We did. Oh man, like, we the did last not... two years showed you 
showed you a lot. <laughs> like we we knew how good we had it, and we knew how bad like things were going to be. But I always think about that that fucking S. Morton, our do our Titans fan. You know, he put that put that tweet out, bro. Like. <laughs> That's how the rest of us live, bro. That's how the rest of us live, nigga. Like, what in our world? And as Saints fans, like, it was, like, we knew how the rest of the football world lived because we lived it so long mm-hmm. prior to Anyway, so, getting back to the whole thing. Just, I want to know, is motion being effing utilized during training camp? Please. When, when, they, Please. when they're going full... And they're going if they're doing a scrimmage, if they're going eleven on eleven, ones against ones, twos against two, one, whatever. Please let us know if motion's being used because if it's not, that is that it's egregious, bro. It's it's an egregious crime offensively in modern day football in, in two thousand twenty five, Ryan. It is like the, we can't roll into the regular season playing preseason style offense. Because it wasn't no different. You look at the offensive preseason to the regular season, it was the same shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> milk toast. Just milk toast offense. You know, and you got players. You got Rashid Shaheed. You got, you know, you got all these running backs. You got AK. You got Jamal. You got Taysom Hill, which is, he's just, he's a luxury at this point. Like, he's a six yards per carry luxury that you got just sitting there. You know what I'm saying? That you could do anything with. Man, like, get creative, Pete. Like, oh, man, I just wish I could see Pete at the grocery store or something, bro. And I'm just going to pull it to the side, bro. I'm going to pull it to the side, man. I just need three, two, two and a half minutes of your time. And I will give you the most best pep, pep talk you ever had in your life, man. Tell me, man. It's your time, will, brother. Will it work? <laughs> bro, why, why did I not, think? I'd be like, man, look, look at Miami, man. Look at Mike McDaniels. Look at Mike McDaniels. Nobody would look at him and say, this is a head coach material. That's a good point, Ryan. Coach. Nobody's looking at Pete Carmichael as head coach material, but you could change that. You could change I mean, it. To be fair, I I, I, I don't – I can probably say with some certainty that Pete don't want that, bro. I don't think Pete wants that. He might not, but, I mean, look, money talks. You know, like – It does? You know what I'm like, things change. You know, when you, once you start believing in yourself, it's like, maybe I can be a head coach, you know? You know, maybe people do see me as a head coach. You could make that happen, Pete. Like, you can make that happen. And I tell you, if you could run offense in this league, you'll get a shot. Shit. Bro. Oh, you bro. Get you, a can, shot. you you know it, bro. <laughs> I mean, he, know got, it. he got interviews before years ago. He interviewed with the he Browns. Did. I think he interviewed yep, yep. with the Bears, maybe. He got interviews before. Then they talked to him, and he was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I see what's going on here. <laughs> He does. Uh, okay, talk to me. What next? Next question you have coming coming in training camp? I mean, it's it's it's, it's obvious, bro. Like, it's Michael Thomas, man. Like, where's Michael Thomas? Um, we we suspect he should be ready to go for training camp, but pretty much the whole training camp is going to be tight cheeks. It's going to be mm-hmm. oh man, you three. said it. It's going to be tight cheeks because, I mean, even last year he started, he Uh came off pup, and he played, you know, he showed his ass for like a week or two, and then he was on, you know, he was just injured. He wasn't wasn't there, and then he came back. 
I need to see a full – even if we don't get a full training camp, we need to see him perform. I, I just hope there's no more lower leg injuries, no more knees, no more ankles, no more toes. I just need him to um, – Bro, what I thought you were about to say, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, bro. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, bro. I just, I just need him healthy, man. Like, and it's crazy that we depended on it. It's like, damn, like, what's your – we was expecting him to be cut. Like, why didn't y'all just cut him? So we could just move on, but they kept them. So now we got to stick with this hope. Hope, bro. Hope season. Uh, hope season. Uh, great point. And I think the most important thing you said is, is how we as fans will be on pins and needles all throughout training camp with when regarding Michael Tom. I mean, it, that's for like, all like the quote unquote big important players, but like yeah. especially for Michael Thomas, man. Uh, and I was thinking about this pretty recently, and maybe it probably happened during like mini camp because I saw a player for another team like get hurt and it, like it was like a bad injury. And I was just thinking, like, man, I kind of kind of wish like experiencing training camp without social media, man. Like I know, right? It 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 just it felt like I didn't like there wasn't and it, to be fair, right? How I take in training cramp write ups and tweets now than maybe like what pre NFC Championship game were two completely different fucking ways as well, bro. Like oh, you would read because you'd be like, oh shit, someone got walked off the field. Uh, they were with the trainers, and it's like, oh shit, like how bad is they hurt? Oh, I hurt. It's the worst, man. Now I'm like, I'm very much kind of like, whatever will happen will happen. But man, like, can we just go back to just experiencing? Oh man, shit. back in the day, I I read Times Picayune. They have like a little page at the end of the week. You know, it'll be you know Jeff Duncan or it'd be Brian Ali, Alan Walsh. Or, um, I forgot the other guy's name. It'd be one of those, and it just give you a rundown of what they saw in training camp that week. It was like really simple, just like <laughs> you just read it and be like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you just move on. You wouldn't really think about it. But now it's like, you know, so and so left left the field. Um, you know, left the field mid training camp. Uh, he was walking with a limp, and then it's like, ah, shit. Mm. It's like you don't even know. Is it a cramp? Is, is it a torn ACL? Next day they coming out and they running routes and just fine. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, I I don't I don't. Anyway, yes, getting back getting back to Michael Thomas. Um, the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's it's a, it's such a question because if he's able to be moderately healthy most of the season, he changes the offense. He yeah. changes the offense. He also changes like the like what the right receivers like oh, in man. general, right? In that the, that room in general. Um, we we've seen that he's QB proof, like. Yes. No matter, the past couple of years, no matter what QBs that's played, he's produced. So, like, it doesn't matter. Like, he will he will help if Mike Thomas is healthy and playing to his style. He will help Derek Carr. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. he will help Derek Carr be a better player. Absolutely. He absolutely will. Um, so, for me, uh, next question headed into training camp. Yeah, mine aren't really in a in a weird way. Mine aren't really two-player heavy yet. And this one I will preface by saying it may be hard to even gauge it, but I'm still going to throw it out. Will Dennis Allen handle this training camp differently than last season? What I mean by that, and, you know, maybe there is, there'll be a way to, to gauge it. Cause you know, we get, you know, we hear reports and what have you, but last year, whether it be OTAs, mini camp, training camp, it was a very shit. New Orleans Saints. <laughs> like it was it was very much like the AI practice speech, bro. Like mm-hmm. practice. Like, like just like no, we just like laugh like a basical and just kind of let this shit go and just, you know. We said it so many times before the season started last season and people thought we were just being a little like too overly whatever, but it was very like substitute teacher vibes, bro. Like, yeah. oh, you know, just, you know, the, ki- the ki- kids will be kids, you know? <laughs> and after a season like you had last season, like I would think that that type of mentality and that type of just easy going. And I'm not, you know, DA just that's his personality is is obviously more D- easygoing than than Sean. He's less of a of a stickler, but you gotta like there has to be a balance. And so I'm going to be very interested to see of how training camp is handled and run this season. Is is DA more getting into the details and, and the nuances during the practices, or is he just kind of just? Just vibes, bro. Just, just like us when we, at the meetups, bro. Just, just vibes. It's like oh, just... exactly. I think that's an important thing to be on the lookout for as as training camp gets underway. Right, and I mean, you know, from reports I've heard so far, there's already been a change. There's already been a change in the the urgency, um, you know, player participation. And just the details, like the, the exact thing we talk about, the details. Um, I think it was the New Orleans football podcast I was listening to. They was talking about like even from a media standpoint, it was lax last year. Like there was 
They would say like they was walking around parts of the building they never could even get to. Last you know, last year they're just walking around like them. Like nobody <laughs> cares, huh? This year is more stringent. You know, it's more stringent as far as like what what the media can see. You can just tell like, you know, where the coaches are, what they can see, what they're doing. Pressure everything bro. is everything pressure, bro. Pressure will come and make <laughs> you look at every single minutia that you're doing. And I hope they are. Like I hope they are. And then, look, they you, need you to never be. You never know if that, you know, leads to winning or losing, but I'd much rather them come back and look at all the details because you know Sean, well, you know one thing about Sean Payton, bro. Sean Payton had them details. Oh, Maybe two times sometimes. Yeah, you might be right, but, but, I, but I miss it. I miss it. I, absolutely. So I think that that's a big thing you pointed out, man. Like, you know, are they going to just tighten things up, bro? You know, they started what? They started like, Two and three last year. They won the first game and like dropped the next three games. It, it was like it, slow it was a it was a Panthers game, the Vikings game, and then I don't even remember what the game was after. Was uh, that the Tampa Bay Bucks. game? Yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yep, sure was. <laughs> so they they gotta they gotta tighten up. They can't start like especially on defense, bro. Like the defense got to start off strong. Like the offense, I will give them kind of a pass. Not a long pass, but like a pass to kind of work through their lumps early in the season. Uh, but the defense, it's a veteran group. Yeah, you got a couple new parts here and there, but they should start off, you know, like a solid defense. They shouldn't start off like last year where, you know, they just, they was looking bad last year, bro. Like, honestly, like it was looking bad, you know, stopping the run, let big plays happen. So, uh, I mean, that's more of a regular season thing. Training camp. Like you say, I just want to see like a nicely tight run operation. It doesn't right. look like, 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 oh, we, we here. We, you know, hey, this is just the same old Saints, man. We're just going to do our thing, the same thing we've been doing. No, no. This is a new era of the Saints and it's on y'all to kind of create that, create yep. that new culture. Yeah. Uh, back to you. <laughs> Biggest question. Biggest question, bro. <laughs> Man, I want to know what's going to happen with Alvin Kamara. Yeah, man. what's going to happen? What's going to happen with him? He has court on, I think, the twenty fifth or the twenty sixth. Uh, is this is this thing going to trial, or uh, is this thing getting kicked back? Is Alvin Kamara still him? Is he him? I don't know. I can't answer. It. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, I, I mean. I don't know. I will. I'll say one thing, right? And it, it's it's a valid question. Obviously, we saw the the clips from yeah. minicamp. Um, him him being motivated, but it it's such a huge unknown. Uh, one say one say unknown. It's it's such a like a wild card. Right, like we we went from knowing year after year as fans what to expect from him as a player, um, knowing that he was at times and at a lot of times the like the best player on the field, like not Period. not on offense, not on defense. I mean, best player on the field for the Saints, and if you you know, rank all the players on the opposing team, he was still the best player. And I, I saw it with my own eyes in person multiple times. Hmm. 
I'll even though they this was not the this was not the Aaron Donald hurt Breeze game. This was in this was before that. But I went to the went to that Rams game when it was in the Coliseum, and I'll and this was like when Brandon Coleman was still on the team. So it kind of tells you how long ago it was. And I'll just never forget AK bringing that breaking off that what fifty yard plus or whatever long touchdown he broke yeah, off against yeah, the Rams. Yeah. And there were so many of us Saints fans in the Coliseum. Like, if you go back and listen to that game or watch that game and, look, and watch that play, you can hear us. Like, we were loud and we let it be known. Um, to this day, and I, that was also the game where the Rams could, like, not stop him on, like, choice routes. No, like, and they couldn't. When he and had, like, 12 touches that game, something like it that. Was it, a, it, it was a crazy number. And Aaron Donald was on the field that game. This was when, like, you know, they had, you know, it was a great ass, it was a good ass Ram team. It was before they won the Super Bowl and kind of hit their 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 peak. But I just left that game thinking, yes, I know we lost and you know, blah, blah, blah. But like it was no doubt in my mind who the best player was on the field when I when I when like when you watched that game. Does that player still exist in AK? I don't know, man. I don't know, bro. I don't know. We no one no one knows. It's that. like the eye, like the eye test still tells me he's there, but then sometimes, like I said on the last podcast, I, there were games last year. I was like, "Man, oh, AK would have broke that tackle!" Like right. you tackle, tackling him with a pinky, like you wasn't tackling Elvin Kamara with a pinky nah. back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to grip that motherfucker. Um, so yeah, we'll see, bro. Like he was such a spectacular player, such an alien. Um, I just want to see him. I want to see him ball out. I want to see him at I least too, give bro. us one more, just one more, bro. Just, just crazy. Like yeah. I want to. It like it was great experiencing like his rookie season, his sophomore season, but it'd be a little different, right? Experiencing it with what we built on like the zooms, bro. Oh, like him man. just going, just going nasty and just going off fun, run, bro. just. Just the reaction, bro. Like, just our reactions alone on video would be shit that would not go like huge viral, but at least like viral in like the Saints' pocket of Sherm. Sherm would be on a Zoom just <laughs> screaming early, like, like shut up, Sherm. Like, what is what's happening? Sherm, like Sher- Sherm and Mark, <laughs> y'all, y'all, Mark. y'all, this, this y'all, one, y'all, one warning. <laughs> Swear to God, if y'all fucking spoil a goddamn fucking play for us ahead of time. But I just I want to experience that with with our with our people, our community we built, man. Because that would, you know, it would just be fun. It would be fun to just be able to just just have like just you know, ain't, ain't nothing. There are very few things that, as a Saints fan, you know, we've seen a lot, but to this day, AK having a spectacular play and Jimmy Graham having spectacular plays as a fan are still like my, like probably like the hypest I would get when I, when something would happen for, you know, not including playoff, not including like Super Bowl, but like just Jimmy Graham, just having an insane touchdown or AK, just just something about those two players. I don't know if it's like, the flair, the pizzazz, or whatever it is, bro. But it's something about them where it's just it's, like it's just you know your team had like a blue chip, like top yes. level yes. player. You know what I'm saying? Like just a top level. Like Saints rarely had those type of players, man. That'll just like 
all pro. Which is funny because like Michael Thomas was that, but like I guess maybe like the way yeah. he won, it was it's like it's different. Like I can't I can't describe it. Yeah, it was more like, you know, like a like a Devontae Adams type. You know what I'm saying? It was very different, but <laughs> very workmanlike. Right, exactly. Um that's a good question. Uh mine, I, I'm this one actually is gonna be player player based. Who will come out reigning cornerback two? Ooh. That's a big question, bro. Huge, man. Because I can't answer it. I can't answer mm-hmm. it. I, I, can't. I know who I, I know who I want right. cornerback two, right? But Alante has to go in and compete and and win. He got to take it. He got to take it. And like like you said, and like you said, you know, on other podcasts, regardless of what we want to say or what we have said about Dennis Allen in the past, something that you absolutely cannot say is that heading into this training camp, I cannot recall a Saints team that had as much competition at so many positions as this one does. Now, I, you know, like so, like not so. For like the 2011 Saints team, there wasn't a lot of competition. They were no. just on another level, right? But in terms of just actual competition, uh, I mean, we 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 can kind of go go through the list, right? You got Alante, you got Paulson Adebo, and quiet as camping. I know my people might want to talk about it, but like Chris Olave, Rasheed, Rasheed, I'm just just saying, man, just. Just I don't mm. just 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 saying. You got competition all, all along the offensive line. Uh competition in the running back room. You know, obviously it's camaraderie with Jamal Williams and AK, but like we already kind of seen like a little, little, little tough, a little, 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 little tough between AK and Keandre Miller. I don't think it's anything that's gonna be lingering or anything that's no, long, but you try you know, to take a little food off the plate, man. You know? got, got, got a check little homie, got check little nigga. Let him know <laughs> know who he is. So, along the line, running back position, wide receiver, um, cornerback, also kind of got it with safety, right? Jordan Howard. Tons of safeties. Jordan Howard. Jordan or Abrams. Just in there. Abrams, a first-round pick. Trash, but smoke Monday. You know what's funny? Like, he he is not panning out to be a good player, but, man – that 2020 game that the Saints played against the Raiders, bro, yeah, was that fucking game, bro. I think they remember that, too. I think they remember that, too. Um, so there's competition all all throughout the team, which is great. Kicker, pointer. Kicker, but yeah. Cornerback two, who is going to be that person is so fascinating to me. Because then the question then becomes, okay, if it's Alante or if it's Paulson Adebo, then what happens with that the player who doesn't win the you know that spot in the depth chart? Right. Like the 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 consensus and the quote unquote potential logical thing to do is that player would play in the slot, but you know, know. things do things like they seem like they want to have. Either like Bradley Roby or maybe Jordan Howden or, or or Lonnie Johnson or someone else man the slot. So it's it, it's one of those things where it's like oh you you know you have, oh you can never have too many good corners. Which 
in theory is is a thing, but also, but if you have too many good corners, like you have to figure a way out, figure out a way for all of them to be on the field for them to play. But it doesn't yeah. seem like that may be the case with the Saints, depending on whoever doesn't win the position. Yeah, man, I, I don't know how it'll play out. Uh, I think it'll kind of work out just on its own as once you start, <clears throat> once you start getting a 53 man roster together and injuries and all that stuff play out. I think it'll play itself out correctly, but I mean, just saying if everybody's healthy and ready to go, I think it's just one of the cases where you might have one of those outside cornerbacks just sitting on a bench waiting to get mm. their spot. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? Or coming in on, you know, like real, you know, third and 16 situations. Um, something like that. Like other than that, I think it's going to be a situation where one of those guys is going to be sitting. Unless Alante can really figure out that um, slot spot because he's the only one that got some snaps there. Uh, mm-hmm. TAs, from what I understand, I don't think Paulson Adibo got any snaps in the slot uh, as a nickel cornerback. Which, to to some degree, it makes sense because yeah. he like he just doesn't have like that quick twitchness to yeah, like man. play slot the such, slot. Yeah, it's such a different position. You gotta be able to tackle. You know, you gotta be able to. You gotta be a force in the run game as a um, as a slot corner. You also have to, you know, you cover both sides. Um, you gotta, you gotta be smart. It's so much that goes to it. It's crazy that nickel cornerbacks don't get paid much because I feel like on some level, they're vital to defense, so bro. Vital, bro. Especially in the days NFL, where like you know, look, the offenses put their best player in the slot now. You know what I'm saying? Like they. It's not like the old days where the best player was always an X. Now they'll put you right in the slot. They'll put, you know, Justin Jefferson in the slot. Mm-hmm. And he will kill you. Well, that's I mean, that's why the that's why the Eagles passed on him, bro. They thought he was strictly a slot receiver. Uh, a lot of people did. A lot I, people I did. Did. I did too. I'm 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 I will be I will own it. I liked him as a player. I saw the talent, but I was like I was wrong, bro. I was wrong. Sometimes you're wrong, but I, just, I, I saw. I, I'm not like a big LSU fan, but I just saw enough LSU that year. That dude, just a dog, man. The routes, ooh, just nasty, man. Just yeah, nasty. and 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 here's here's the thing. We we going into fucking scouting, but like that's something that typically just always, not always, but has a high chance of. Likely to translate well, man. Yeah. Just, if you're a good route running runner in college, that is something yeah. that usually you or be you can be you will be good at in the NFL, and it can help you do well in the league. Yeah, in any round, you know, back in the day, you know, the old drafts, it was like, man, if you fast, you was getting drafted high, bro. Like you was fast, so you pretty much had, just be fast as a wide receiver. You probably get drafted high. Um, but now, I mean, they want speed high, but they want route running, bro. Like, if you could run routes and really show your ass on them routes, it, we've seen that that really translates to the NFL, man. Chris Olave, we saw that. We 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 picked that early in a draft. Bro, we, we, just we pegged that his what? His sophomore year? Sophomore year, bro. Like, okay, this dude is a saint. Like, it's just... Just the way he ran routes, man. It was just like, okay, you could just envision him with the Saints. Um, I mean, yeah. th- that, 
just uh, we're going down a fucking rabbit hole, but it's just an interesting conversation. Let's go back to when I want to say this may have been. Yeah, I think this was Sean. Maybe it was Sean Payton's last season with the team, if I remember correctly. But he had to like rank the um, like the Jamar Chase, uh, Devontae Smith draft class, right? And he said that on the Saints board, they had Devontae Smith as their one number one wide receiver. Yeah, it sure did. I forgot about that. That should tell you every and listen. It was it, wrong, right? <laughs> like just yeah, wrong. Yeah, that, wrong. That's not a slide at Devontae Smith. De, uh, sorry, Devonta Smith. I had questions about him as a prospect because of his size. Right. It has not seemed to limit him in any type of way. Jamar Chase is a generational talent, but that just goes to show of how important running routes was and is the Saints, exactly. at least in terms of like how they create their offense and want their wide receivers to be able to have have that po- position. But, but then they go and draft Traquan Smith like. <laughs> But what what'd you say though? Fast, right? Fast. They, yeah, they didn't drop him in the first round. They dropped him in the third round. They're like, well, this nigga, this nigga fast. Like, even if anything, we just yeah, tall, <laughs> fast. That's good enough. Can we just oh, this is a a, a a mini question. When is this nigga gonna be off the team? Bruh, can't please, please. Just need them all, bro. The turd that can't flush, bro. I don't know. <laughs> He just—I don't think he's going nowhere, man. He gonna, you know what Traquan's like, bro? And it, it, and I, it hit me just now, and because I, I was thinking about it earlier. But Traquan like that—that wash that stuff that, that you in 2018. Exactly. Bro. That's exactly. Bro. Like, oh, go! You got me once. Okay, I'm done. Done. Not gonna happen again. Oh shit! Um. All right. I'll let you. Let you Give me one more, and I'll do one more, and then we'll, then we'll, we'll wrap up. Um, hmm. Last question going into training camp. Like, what is on my mind? What's on your mind? There's so Come much on my talk mind. talk to me. Little <laughs> <laughs> Jodeci, right? <laughs> the biggest thing on my mind right now, bro, outside of what I just already mentioned, is the offensive line as a whole. Like, I know I mm-hmm. mentioned Trevor Penning, but the offensive line is still a huge question mark as far as health, who they going to be. Caesar Ruiz, man, had his best year last year. You know. Bullying but, works. Bullying works. We'll see what that means. Like, he's coming off an injury. We'll see if he comes back. Um, Ram check. You know, man, dude. Dude, don't can't even practice on Wednesdays, bro. Oh man, man on the bro. injury on the injury report every Wednesday, man. Like, who is this offensive line? Do you need like a great offensive line to get to a Super Bowl? No, we've seen that, but you got to have like a nice, at least like a decent crew that can um, that can get you through. We can't have the last two years where pretty much every game was like a new combination of offensive linemen. Um, so I just really want to see if they could solidify this offensive line, whatever it's going to be. If it's if Trevor Pennant is not the player right now, okay, that's James Hurst. But let that just be the player throughout the season, you know, and just build right. that continuity 
going forward and let them do, you know, coach them up to do the best that they could do at whatever they do. Um, so that's my whole thing, man. It's just this offensive line. I'm tired of word. I remember years where we didn't get barely get any injuries on offensive line. Like I didn't even yeah, ever man. think about it. It was just the same players every week. Spoil, bro. Spoil. I just want to get to that. Um, it's a great question, and it goes. I'm not. I'm not going to say it's completely dependent on this because some of it, you know, has been like a slight, a slight fall off to a slight degree in terms of his play. But like that question and the AK question goes hand in hand. Like, oh yeah. Um, not not to say that AK can't be used in other ways, and I, that kind of goes back to the whole thing with with the motion thing. So. Uh, kind of adding an, an addendum to that question is like, you know, can will we see motion in training camp? Will we see AK use as a wide receiver in tra- training camp? Like, can, can this nigga run a route from, from the slot position from time to time, bro? <laughs> but it's it's so important because you know we talked about this last time, and and this is just like this is not. This is just simple football stuff, so I'm not saying anything that's like earth shattering. But Derek Carr had his best season with the Raiders when they had like a damn good offensive line. Like he played well. He like he was protected, and when Derek Carr's protected, just like most NFL quarterbacks, although not all, but a good number of starting NFL quarterbacks, if you're protected, like you can you can make some throws and you can move your offense consistently down the field. And Derek Carr is a hundred percent able to do that, but if he's like here with the Saints and he's just kind of like on a team where, yes, the talent on offensive line may be better talent wise, but if it doesn't actually, if there's no consistent consistency to it, no consistent health to it, just shuffling around all over the place. Is Ram playing this week? Is he not? You know, we got to is is you know the rookie that they drafted Nick Nick Solarde who hasn't even practiced like he's like no one knows it's such an unknown going into going into training camp and as we can talk about all these all these nice weapons that that they have and the, the receivers and Foster Moreau and Juwan Johnson and the running backs and just all that but if the, the old line ain't up to stuff bro like none of that shit matters ultimately like it's gonna be it's not. It's not how you want to play football, play offensive football. Right. And uh, we saw the last two years where, you know, Eric McCoy had to kind of call the protections and then he'll get hurt. So you have somebody else come in and protection scheme would be all over the place. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, Derek Carr is going to be in control of that for the most part. Um, so we'll see how that works. Like, I want to see. Get back to the old days, man, where you know, with offensive line, all they got to do is worry about taking care of their business. You know, let Derek Carr come in there and identify that protection scheme, do and do what they need to do. Uh, we'll see. You know, it's going to be a work in progress. You know, everything's not going to be perfect. Everybody, everybody, wants, everybody wants things to work out perfectly starting week one. I don't think he's going to do that, so I think it's going to kind of be a journey as we go along. But I just want to kind of see them build towards Please. that uh, protection. Man, I remember 2011, man, first like eight, nine games, boy, offensive line was trash, man. Like the Rams game where they drew got sacked like four or five times. 
Charles Brown getting just, just oh god abused, just abused by Robert Quinn, bro. In the four, well, this is before four K, bro. But it was, whoo, bro. Ooh, that was. I remember, tough. I remember calling Nick saying Drew ain't getting sacked the rest of the season. I was like, man, come on now, bro. Like, chill. And this, I, I don't know if Drew was sacked the rest of the season, but he barely got sacked the rest of the season. Like, it was that. I it was so shut if, out I, if memory serves correctly, Taron Ar- Armstead started the next game against the Panthers, right? No, and see, like, this is, I'm talking about 2011. Okay, 11. You talking about 12. Sorry. Yes, yes. Sorry. 12 or 13. Fault. I think you talking no, about 13. 13. That's when. That yeah, was 13. 13. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, hey. I remember, yeah, Teron Armstead. Charles Brown got whipped by the Rams again, by Robert Quinn again. Yes, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then uh, Toronto State came in and uh, oh man, Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy, boy, oh <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> oh. um, my last question. It's kind of a two parter, so I'll, I'll try to make it short. But they're kind of one and the same. My question is, can this young defensive line? Mm. Show that while there, you know, might not be the well, the most known names in the league, uh, you know, Nathan Shepard, uh, Saunders, you got the rookies, um, Brian Breesy, uh, Isaiah Foskey, who I expect to probably will be he'll be signed to his contract before training camp starts. Uh, can they can they take some pressure off of Cam Jordan where? Yes. I'm not, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that they got to be just like, just gangbusters, bro. Just like, just, just sacking and I, not, not saying that, nor I'm, ex- nor am I expecting that, but can they just not be terrible? <laughs> like, I, get, and I guess I don't want to be able to, bar. yeah, like, I don't want to be able to like draw like a line, like down the line where they just stonewall, bro. Like where it's just like. All last year, I was going to say all last year, but so many times last year, it was just, they weren't getting any push, man. It was just like, (laughs) nothing, man, nothing. So I got to see something. So training camp, especially preseason games, do something, bro. Breezy, do something. Fosky, do something. Carl Grandison, uh, Nick Nick Saunders, all of them. Oh, just do something, man. Nick, just making up names. Nick's on. <laughs> Colin. Callan Sanders. Colin Sanders. So, my. I can't say your name, bro. I need to know your name. Let me know your name. <laughs> I don't even want to say the Jets dude. The dude we got from the Jets. I don't uh, even know his name. Nathan Shep. Baby, baby, you don't know my name. Um, <laughs> my, my part B to that question. Part two. Part B. Can we see some growth no. from Peyton Turner? Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Just, just, man. This, this is going, all right. We, we, we talked about it. We talked about it earlier with, with, with Cesar Reese, and we talked about how bullying works. If that is any indication, any indication, Peyton Turner should at least have a five-sack season, right? Like, at least. He can he not look in the five sacks, bro? Five. Like that's it. 
Look, I've already seen the write-ups. It's his first healthy offseason. And this oh, thing you, never, you already see it? <laughs> I've seen him, bro. So whatever, bro. Like, show me, man. Show me what because, you got. And I, 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 it's, a, it's a serious question. I'm not just saying it all right. jokingly because if he is just like a – just kind of like how Caesar Ruiz wasn't that, and that's the thing about Caesar last season. He yeah. was just like pleasant. He was ple- like pleasantly, surprisingly, just good, like average to like like a little above average to like almost like borderline good in some games. It's just like oh shit, okay, oh, okay, okay. Right. In the game yeah, that he wasn't smart. good, he wasn't like just so atrocious that he was glaringly bad. Like you know, I've said. If Peyton Turner could do that, you were a first round pick. I get it. It wasn't like a great draft class. Right. We passed it. You got we passed it. We you we got drafted late, but can you just that's that's you know what? If if Peyton Turner's listening to this podcast, if if Miss Turner listening to this podcast, Peyton, can you get five sacks? Or no, sorry, I'm six sacks, bro. Can you get six sacks this season? Six. Six. Give, me six. Give us six. Give us six. Some pressures, you know, a force fumble here and there. Something well, you know, right. it would get mentioned on NFL Network. You know, it, it would add so much to the defensive line because he is literally. And don't get me wrong, this is all well deserved, but he is literally thought of as an afterthought, like yeah. just a jag because of what he's shown thus far. In his career, like when you were a first round pick and you're a healthy scratch on the last week of the fucking season, bro, the team is letting you know what they think of you, right? To the point so, I was reading, uh, I was reading like one of those redraft articles, like you know, if, if 2021 yeah, yeah. was yeah, yeah. done over, and they had us taking your boy out of the Bucks, what is his name, or Tryon or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and they and he like Bucks fans yeah. can't stand him either, bro. See, <laughs> like he hasn't been outstanding, but he's been like. Better than Pete Turner, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> like that's like, how it I, is. Like they had us taking him, and I was like, "Shit, I'll take him right now." Even though <laughs> like, he's not like some great player, but shit, he's done more than Pete Turner. Like at least, can I, you be that? Can you be that guy? Can, can you be Joe Joe uh, Tryon Tryon <laughs> Sri Lanka? Please, is, is that is that possible? Um, so that those, those, that's it, man. I, that's all. There's just defensive line. The the secondary, obviously, depending on health, should be the strength of the team. I didn't want to ask again what Marcus May is going to be because I feel like we've asked that um like a lot lately. But here's here's a question, not for you, and I and it's kind of just I'm I'm purposely asking it amb- ambiguously. Will the Saints make a move for Hunter Renfro during training camp? That's my question. We don't got to answer it, bro. It's just, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it's it out there. there. That that is not that, and I'm not I'm not asking that because of like some like intel I'm hearing. Just a legitimate question because I don't I don't know. I don't know. Do I think that if all would go well that they'd still want him as a player? I, I would say so. Uh, the Raiders haven't cut him yet, and it's way past you know, the June, the June 1st date. So don't, don't know if that means that they intend to keep Hunter Renfro or, or whatever that may mean, but it's just, 
just a question I'm I'm throwing out there is that I do think you know, I think if they feel feel real good about Michael Thomas, um, come training camp, I don't think it's gonna happen. But if it, you know if it's starting to look shaky again, you know that might be a move they go to to at least try. You know, makes sense. Try to make it makes sense because it like. You know what? I was gonna say something. I don't even want to say because I've I've heard that excuse before. So I'm not gonna even. Not gonna. I was gonna do the oh, oh you know there's only, there's only one football to go around. Like no, 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 no. We 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 passed no. it. Pass it, bro. Learn it. So, <laughs> um, any anything else you can just not not just question related. Anything else you you thinking about you, you know people to to know before we we get out of here i will say that i mean um, i think saints fans should kind of celebrate because i just knew at least one saints player was going to be on that whole gambling gambling. i just knew somebody was going to be on that and it could happen knock on wood it don't happen but it looks like we've made it through we've made it through and it won't be any Saints players caught up in that did Trey, I, I think Trey Klein gambled on the premise, bro. He, he I think he gambled, bro. Anyway, I, we, we asked some questions. We will wait for the answers in training camp. Um, we can't. We don't even know what our schedule is going to be like for training camp. Just know that kind of once training camp hits, we are we are hitting it fast and hard. Um, I I will be on vacation from like the nineteenth to the twenty fourth. So yeah. don't don't expect any <laughs> any podcast during that time frame. Um, but once I'm back, it is literally full steam ahead. Like there is no there is no stopping us. Um, we will be doing tons of content for you guys with you guys for you guys leading leading up to the regular season it it is insane because like part of me has for like like slightly for a hot second forgot that we have like season tickets for the saints this season before yeah right it's like oh yeah (laughs) that was a thing um so we have so much in store for this this community um, we'll have more to announce hopefully uh, within the next uh, hopefully I'm hoping to we can announce it before I leave on vacation like that's the goal um, yeah. but we got some things cooking so be on the lookout whatever social media you're on if it's still on Twitter Instagram we're on threads you know follow us like us um, Apple Apple Podcasts Spotify Pod. No, I don't, I don't. I don't even know what. I don't even know what third party podcast applications are anymore. Pod country, bro. I don't know. I don't know. But thank y'all for the support. Thank y'all for continuing to support us. Uh, we are still at. I think right now we're at like two hundred and one Patreons. So the fact that we were we have been able to like kind of just have some type of momentum during the off season is really impressive. Um, and we attribute that to to y'all like y'all y'all keep us going y'all support us we are internally grateful for that we're internally grateful for this community this family that we built over the last three years so just know that any changes that are upcoming it is not it's not like we're going away we are not going anywhere we are just changing some shit up because sometimes you just need to change some shit up so 
Thank y'all for the support. We appreciate y'all. We will be back next week. Um, and until then, we're out. Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.